Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1534, How to Pay Off Your Overdraft Without Even Noticing, by Haley with makingsenseofsense.com. Welcome to Optimal Finance Daily. I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. This is a show where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet, sometimes a little too enthusiastically but I can't help it. Money is an incredible resource that we can use to craft the life of our dreams. So thanks for joining me today and every day. And if you like this idea of reading blogs to you for free, it'd be great if you could share this podcast with someone today. You can email or text someone a link to oldpodcast.com or even better if you're able to subscribe them to the podcast right on their smartphone. That would be greatly appreciated. But for now, let's get right to it and continue optimizing your life. How to Pay Off Your Overdraft Without Even Noticing by Haley with makingsenseofsense.com. Not so long ago, I used to watch miserably as my hard-earned monthly salary got sucked into my overdraft at the start of the month, leaving me with a credit balance of not much over zero. I was a slave to my overdraft, having fallen into the habit of overspending every month until I had reached my overdraft limit of $3,000 right before payday. Sometimes I ended up over the limit too. It was so depressing. I made a good income, but my debts were out of control through spending carelessly and not paying enough attention to what was going on in relation to my bank account. In addition to the overdraft, I had all sorts of other debts too, which were out of control. I was a bit of a financial mess to say the least, but I did actually manage to pay off my overdraft right before I got serious about the other debts I had. And I paid my overdraft off in such a way that I barely even noticed. I was actually quite surprised when I checked my overdraft one day, I didn't check my bank account all that often back then, to find that I'd reduced it by 50% without really trying all that hard. I was soon to realize that this was the first step I'd successfully made in my long and often challenging journey to get out of debt. For me, having an overdraft that was maxed out bothered me even more than the debt I had accumulated through credit cards and loans. I just felt I was working really hard at my job every day, and then when I got paid, I didn't actually see any of it because I owed my monthly wages to the bank instead. Once I cleared my overdraft, I felt more in control of my finances almost instantly. I was able to see where my money was going 
and felt in a better position to tackle my other debts. Here's how I paid off my overdraft without really noticing. I set myself a challenge of cutting down my spending by $100 per month. I achieved this through really tiny things, like catching the bus home from a night out rather than getting a cab, and I swapped clothes occasionally with my friends instead of buying something new. I was a spendy person back then and thought nothing of a new outfit two or three times per month and a luxury gym membership to boot. I made a few more changes like having a girl's night in on a Friday night rather than going out. It was nice to catch up with my friends and save money at the same time by having a movie night with wine and popcorn rather than an expensive night out. I also stopped buying lunches at work and took my own salads or sandwiches to work instead. I began to save even more than I'd originally planned, and I found that making small changes was no hardship, really. It just involved being organized and thinking ahead. I still had cable TV, and for some reason, I still kept the gym membership. Maybe that was my inner voice whispering to me, quite wrongly, I should add, to keep up with appearances. But the point is that I managed to save money just by making those small changes. By saving money each month like this, my overdraft started to decrease automatically. When I realized that I'd managed to regain some control over my overdraft and I'd had a chance to relish the fact that I was actually in the black rather than in the red until the middle of each month at least, I decided to call my bank and get them to reduce my overdraft. When I called my bank to ask them to do just that, they asked me a series of questions to find out if I was sure and wouldn't the original overdraft be better to keep hold of just in case, as I might not be guaranteed any extension again. I was a bit surprised because I had to actually convince my bank that this is what I wanted. I still get emails and calls from them even now offering to extend my overdraft because they obviously want to make a bit more money from me. After I paid off my overdraft, I started to tackle the main bulk of my debt, which meant giving up a whole lot more, but I'm fine with that. It definitely needed to happen that way for me. In summary, if you wanna cut down your overdraft without giving up everything, you could try, one, making small savings in areas where you don't mind cutting back, two, calling your bank when you've reduced your overdraft by a certain amount, and get them to reduce your overdraft facility straight away before you're tempted to use it again. You just listened to the post titled How to Pay Off Your Overdraft Without Even Noticing by Haley with makingsenseofsense.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college, I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? 
Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. I needed to do a little digging after this article because I was confused by Haley's casual mention of an overdraft limit of $3,000. I was naively under the impression that if you overdrew on your checking account, there's a punitive fee that can't be avoided. And the only way to get around this is to have your checking account linked to a savings account that can be tapped into automatically before you're about to be in the red. It sounds like this overdraft limit of $3,000 is actually a revolving line of credit that Haley had with her bank. She's likely paying an interest rate on her negative balance, but if she pays this off within a few days, she's likely paying just pennies in interest. This is far superior to the fees typically associated with overdrafts, but note that you'll likely need a decent credit score to be approved. In 2014, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau found that the majority of debit card overdraft fees are incurred on transactions of $24 or less. Also, consumers repaid most overdrafts within three days. To give you an idea of how insane that is, if you were to take out a $24 loan and repay it in three days, a $34 overdraft fee would represent an APR of 17,000%. While I appreciate that this article highlights that the only way to get out of a financial hole is to spend less than you earn, and behavior modification is the quickest path to getting there, I did find it interesting that there are other things you can do about overdraft fees while you're working on increasing the gap between your income and expenses. Another option I saw was to look at a bank like Chime who doesn't charge overdraft fees. But when I looked into their policy, it didn't seem all that helpful their overdraft limit was $20, which could be increased up to $100 or more based on your account history and activity. Any transaction that would overdraw your account over your limit would be declined. I also read that you can link a credit card to your checking account to handle overdrafts, but I suspect the interest rate on a credit card would be much higher than an overdraft line of credit. Finally, I'm not sure why Haley felt the need to reduce her line of credit for overdraft. The only reason I can see to do this is if there's some kind of additional fee beyond the interest that she would pay when utilizing this line of credit. Typically, if there's no extra cost for having an open line of credit and you're not going to pay interest because you don't have a balance, it's more beneficial to your credit score and credit worthiness to leave that line open and unused. This is because your credit utilization ratio is the second most important component to your credit score and this measures how much debt you have compared to your available credit limits. So if it costs you nothing to leave a credit line open, and most importantly, you're not tempted to utilize it, might as well leave it open. That should do it for today. Have a happy rest of your day, and I'll see you on the Sunday show tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits.